this was exactly what I was seeking. I, t- I was like, there must be an island full of really good people. Like, why am I surrounded by all these people? You know, and it just put me on this island. And what I came to realize is that that utopia is anywhere that we go based on our mindset, based on who we know ourselves to be and truly living who we're meant to be. And when we're living our authentic self, that utopia is everywhere. And the quietness, the quiet, it's not even, again, about the goal and or the money, right? Because that's all guaranteed. You can get there. Mm-hmm. Truly, this is Earl Nightingale said, you know, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. It's who you're becoming along the way. And that's the part that I think often too, a lot of people forget is to enjoy that part, those parts. Welcome to Moving Upstream Without a Paddle, the podcast that helps develop a mindset for success. I'm your host, Dr. Garrett Goggins, but most people call me Dr. G. Now I've dedicated my life to helping others understand that if you have the proper mindset, you can propel yourself up that proverbial stream with no paddle needed. Now, if you're constantly feeling like you're going against the flow, but you're never happy with your results, it's really time to flip your mindset. If that's something that you're ready to do, you've come to the right place. Now let's get to it. So excited to have this guest that I have with me today, tonight, actually, it's night, Monday evening, Dolly Cena. So I met Dolly, I mean, actually, we'll get into the story, but Dolly, I'm just such a big fan of Dolly. And so um, we'll, we'll get into a lot of that, too. I think this is just going to be an epic conversation, um, but I want to just let her sort of introduce herself and um, give a little bit of her background and maybe some story, um, whatever, whatever her story is that she wants to portray to everybody, and then we'll just go from there. So, Dolly, take it away. Okay, well, I can't say enough amazing and incredible things about you, Garrett, and I'm really honored to be on here. So thank you so much for inviting me. So I, I have to say that as many times as I've shared my story, I think it comes out differently each time. So I'll do the best that I can. Um, and this may not be the direction that you may want me to go, but I'm just going to let it flow. Uh, I guess you could say, you know, um, for my, well, where do I really want to start? I guess we'll start here. So three years ago, um, I'll just dive right into it, guys. And I was at rock bottom. And um, I also would really like to share, too, I think it's so incredibly important for people to know and understand that I didn't know anything about personal development either. And I think this is really good for people to hear because as I often say, you know, I don't think or wish or hope that, you know, what the, the mindset um, paradigm shiftings, um, I don't think that it works. I know that it does because it worked for me. And I didn't know that true transformation was possible. I didn't think that people could truly change. I thought that God just kind of created you the way that you were. And honestly, I kind of felt that he had pooped on me um, <laughs> because I felt like, you know, you know, I I don't ever say that I was perfect, but I felt like I had a really good heart, but um, it seemed as if I attracted a lot of, and maybe some of you guys can relate a lot of takers because I was a giver and I lived from the outside in never discovering or knowing who I really was. So when I start the story and by saying that three years ago, I had my awakening, I want to say, and I think this is really important for people to hear how this actually happened for me, because I almost 
Well, I often say it was like magic. And I still believe that life is truly that way, that we truly do co-create the life um, that, that we desire. We can have and be and do whatever it is that we desire. And that might sound crazy to some of your listeners. But like I said, I don't think it, hope it or wish it. I know it because I've experienced that. So when I say that I was at rock bottom, I, I really was ready to check out. I just didn't feel like I belonged. And I thought that I was doing more damage than I would um, if maybe I transitioned. But, you know, I, I had two young kids and you could say that I prayed right. And this time I was really, truly willing to listen. And I told God, right, just give me whatever it is. And I promise I will, I will listen to you. And my first point of contact to this high level and, you know, this, this information um, was from my mentor, Bob Proctor. And so for those of you who don't know who he is, he is known from the runaway hit movie series, The Secret. But what I want to say about that, though, is that he often shares that the movie, The Secret, really didn't give away the secret, so to speak. They didn't talk about the primary law to attraction, which is the law of vibration. So without going too far into there, going back to my story, I prayed and here came this YouTube video. And, you know, it's really quite interesting. Um, again, not being involved in personal development, I clicked on it. And it was what Bob said that really awakened me. And apparently it awakened a lot of others as well. And um, Garrett, you've probably heard this before, uh, where he s says, if I want to be free, I have to be me. Not the me that my kids think I should be, not the me that my folks think I should be, and not the me that you think I should be. If I want to be free, I have to be me. So I better know who me is. But then he also said something that was really profound. He said, you don't die and become spirit. You are spirit and you're having a human experience. And that really blew my mind. Because again, I'd never heard anyone speak that way before. So I did what everybody else does, apparently, is I literally went down every rabbit hole you can think of watching every YouTube video that Bob Proctor had ever created. What I'd also like to share with your audience too is I had been drinking every single day. I was addicted to cigarettes. I was on antidepressants. And like I shared with you earlier, I being a giver, I was surrounded by takers. So just really, really negative environment. Within a month of discovering Bob Proctor, I was able to shift all of my habitual behaviors. But what I think was, that wasn't even the miracle. The miracle for me at the time, which I couldn't articulate, was that there was almost like a tar that was lifted off my heart, but I didn't know how to speak the language. I didn't know how to share that with others. Um, so I just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper and discovering who I was, what I was meant to do here. You know, I didn't realize at the time that that was the journey that I was on was, was again, discovering and creating who I was meant to be. Um, but I just kept listening to my mentor, to Bob Proctor, because he would say, do exactly as I tell you to do till you find out I'm lying. And he promised that if I just kept with him, that in six months, my entire universe, my entire world would look different. It would take a telescope to see how far I'd, beca I'd come. And because of the habits that I was able to shift, within such a short period of time, I just kept leaning in. I just kept pushing and, and trusting, let go, let God surrender. And I just kept doing that. And the more I would lean in, the more my, you know, you guys have probably all heard, heard, right? You can't change your outside circumstances. You can only change from within, right? And when you change from inside, everything on the outside changes. And that might sound, like I said, like a fairy tale to some, 
but I'm telling you, it's absolutely true because it's a universal language and it goes back to the word, right? To the, to the word of God, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And um, so I made a committed decision that I wanted to meet Bob Proctor and right, we can move mountains and part waters. We are absolutely powerful though too. In, and so I made that decision. I said, you know what? If Bob says I can have whatever I want, then I want to go meet him. And I don't want to just meet him. I want to uh, you know, meet him in his home. So within, uh, so this was March of 2017 by August of 2017. And I might want to also add to your audience that I was broke. I had no money, um, really. And, and the most money I'd ever made was anywhere between 15 to $19 an hour. So to be able to travel to Toronto, Canada, to meet this man named Bob Proctor, I probably would have had a better chance of going to the moon. I mean, like, that's just how far away, like that just wasn't a possibility for me. But again, when you make a committed decision, amazing things can happen. And by August of 2017, I was traveling to Toronto, Canada. But I also want to share with your audience, too, that, you know, it's for me, I was so scared. And I think it's important for people to know and understand, right, that the treasure that you seek is on the other side of fear. And it's fear is only an illusion. And you don't know that until you actually go through it. And that is exactly what had happened. And so again, it wasn't even about me being able to, you'd say, find the money to go or manifest the money, right? It was the fact that I had, I was, I was being, I guess, and I want to say so much in this podcast uh, all at once, Garrett, and I apologize. Um, and hope let and guide me if I'm miss, you know, if I'm going too quickly. But it was who I was becoming. So I set the goal, right? And like, as Bob said, the goal is guaranteed. Right. But it was the process. It was the journey. And it was who I was becoming, creating this, this and being in alignment with spirit. As I mentioned before, Bob said, you don't die and become spirit. You are spirit having a human experience. So there was a part of me that I didn't know that could be reprogrammed. Now, that might scare some people, but stay with us. Right. Because it's actually really magnificent, because in all actuality, what you're truly doing is discovering who you are while co-creating with God. So I flew to Toronto, Canada. Um, I met with Bob Proctor. And I think this is also important too to share because I do see life in a very light way because we really should. Life truly is about having fun too. And I think that's so important for everyone to remember, especially right now with so much fear that's going on in this world. And I also want to share that when my father drove me to the airport, and let me add, my dad wasn't the one who gave me the money. Um, he said, whatever you paid, don't tell me, but just keep doing what you're doing because it's working. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't talk the language yet, but I said, dad, I feel like Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. I'm traveling to Emerald City and I'm going to meet the wizard. And my dad's like, oh my God, whatever, <laughs> just whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. Um, and you know, what's really amazing about the story is it all really does make full circle, as you know, um, in that when I met Bob Proctor, I thanked him for saving my life. And he shared with me that he did not save my life, that God had worked to and through him and that I had to participate in my rescue. And isn't that ultimately what the moral of the Dorothy story is, right? The power has always been within you. So you can only imagine now fast forwarding three years later to where I am today, everything about my life has changed. And if you would have told me that this was possible three years ago, I would have told you you're nuts. Like I said, I would have had a better chance of going to the moon and I haven't even completed college. So that was really far. Like 
just not even a possibility. Um, but here I am today. I have my own company, Blue Limits Academy. I have multiple streams of income. I do work closely with Bob Proctor and his inner circle. All of my dreams have become a reality. And now all I want to do is scream it, right? I want to share it with everyone. I'm often told how you've got a lot of energy. I'm containing quite a bit as I may be sharing with you tonight. <laughs> so a couple of things just from your story. And I and obviously I've heard a lot of your story before, but um, there is an aspect that really resonates with me because in in my journey to doing personal development, it goes back quite a ways. And it, it's taken me a, a, you know, a while to get to where I'm at, but it started because I was in a position too where I was a severe alcoholic, like severe, um, to the point where my son, my oldest son at the time, he was eight years old, he, he saw that I was killing myself basically. He actually, you know, God speaks through the mouth of babes, right? He flat out said, Dad, I think I'm scared that you're gonna, you're hurting yourself to the point where you're going to die. And that was like this huge wake-up call. But there was this interesting thing, though, because at that point I felt so weak. And I'm sure, like, you felt the same way. Like, mm -hmm. how am I personally – I can't – personally, I can't do this because, like you said, people have been taking so much from you or um, – and you're just at this position in life where you feel like you physically, mentally, spiritually do not have the strength to make the kind of changes that you need in life. And it's really interesting that how God does just put things out there in that, you know, right in the nick of time. He's, it's, he's right on time. I wouldn't say nick on time. He knows what's, what's going on. And there was a verse that when I was going through this, trying to, uh, you know, I was drinking from basically 8 o'clock in the morning till whenever I finished at night, passed out, right? So I was like, there's no way I can just kick this on my own. And and I, you know, and at that time I had, I had ran away from religion. I ran away from anything that was God. And I decided I was just going to open up the Bible because I knew I needed somebody, something more powerful than I to take me through this. And I hit this verse and I, I for life, me, I won't be able to quote it or even tell you where it's at. It's, it's in Philippians somewhere and Paul was talking about it. But the one line that, that hit me was rejoice in your weakness because he's, that's when he, He's strong. He's the one that's going to take you through that. And so you can rejoice in you being weak because we have this this higher thing that's going to take us through it. And it was from that point on that it was bringing me to um, this place, you know, and years later is when I met Dolly. And it, there's this – Dolly really resonates with me because you – know, and strange, just strange things. When you start talking about the changes that you want and how things come about – you know, I was reading the book, The Science of Getting Rich, because I was well into my personal development at this point, right? And I was like halfway through it. And out of the middle of nowhere, I get this LinkedIn message from Dolly going, hey, I have this, this webinar thing coming on about the science of getting rich. And I'm like, whoa, how crazy is that? So you should you should jump on it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump on that. And and I did. And then from that point on, it just it just kind of went from there. And and for, I mean, from that, I can't even like you talk about telescopes. I can't even go back to the time when we first I'm just not the same person. I think you could probably even oh, yeah. you know, talk about to, to that, that I'm just so different from where I was before. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I really that that's so true. And and 
the true essence of who you are, right? Our spiritual DNA is perfect. And so being able to see your higher self and know, and yeah, your transformation is validation that everything that we study is true. You know, um, I love that quote that Bob says that faith and fear both demand that you believe in something you can't see. So choose faith, right? Mm -hmm. And not blindly though, because, you know, why though? Because as we're moving forward, as soon as things don't go the way that we expect it to go, right? We pull back into bondage and back into conformity, back into our old ways. Um, But when we're moving towards faith with knowledge and how do we have knowledge through study, right? And that's complete alignment when your spirit is completely aligned with what I'd like to say is your avatar, right? The spirit that's that's um, that's lighting up this body because we're not our body, right? Like if you remember me saying earlier, Bob said, you know, if I want to be free, I have to be me. So I better know who me is. You know, he's like, you're not your hand. You're not your name. You know, you're none of those things. And no, your transformation is validation that everything, you know, going again, back to the word of God is true, you know, and we do have this infinite potential. Uh, and it's, it's really just mind blowing. And, you know, I love what you shared with the science of getting rich concept of, you know, everything that you're seeking truly is seeking you. And it's entrusting that, trusting that everything in our path is, is is opening up for us rather than to us. And it's in us being able to see through the veil of those things. Um, so, it, I mean, it's been, like I've shared with you, an honor to be able to sit in the front row of your movie because you are the main character, the director and the producer. And that's how powerful you are because really you called me in, in that you were seeking something and there it was, as God, as God had sent Bob Proctor, right? It was this, it was everything that you needed for you to awaken to who you've always really been. And so it's an honor to know you. Well, and so there's an interesting thing, and I talk about this a lot. You know, we I don't I personally don't believe in blind, you know, blind faith. I believe that there's some sort of backing that helps us to, to take a step and it may not be you know anything huge but like you heard a message in church or you read something or you did something came about to where you said okay i have this iota of of whatever knowledge that i can take at least a step in faith but you know when we talk about law of attraction law of vibration and all that a, a lot of people go that's that's whoa that's that's really out there but what what do you think faith is right when when we go and you believe that God is going to do something for you. What? Don't, there's a science behind the actions that go with that. So God is the creator, right? And yes, we were co-creating, but it's in the sense that we have been given this free will to make certain choices. So when we make these choices and we go out in faith, how do you think all those things? We are literally calling people to, when we have a prayer to say, I want to achieve this, and God says, once you make that prayer, get up as if it's already done. So now that I know it's already done and I'm walking in that faith, all the things, all the resources that I need to complete or to a- obtain the things, you know, what I've just prayed is going to start falling in line. And it, that's not, that's by design, right? That's, that is the science of how all that stuff works. And so as I think once people can start to understand that aspect of it, it's a little bit easier to make those steps in faith because you're like going, oh, I understand that. And my son's over here getting water. So <laughs> cracking some ice cubes. So. 
<laughs> but yeah, so it, it makes it easier once you understand, you know, and there's a process and there's a perfect process behind everything that has that God has created on earth and how we do things and how, we, and he's told us, I, I guess this is where I start getting really pumped up because, you know, when the Bible, he says, you know, you can do these things. Jesus says, you can do what I've done and more, but for some reason, we just don't believe the, we, we don't believe the fact that we can do what he did, let alone that we can do more. But he said that we could. So we do, we have this insane amount of power that has been given to us. And we just need to learn how to exercise it. And I think that once we begin to actually exercise it, your mind will just be blown. Be blown. Absolutely. So I went on a tangent there. Sorry. No, and that was I. You know, no, really, that was fabulous. Um, just to piggyback on that, in that you know, like you said, we we ask, right? And it, it is given on. You know, you ask and you shall receive. And so it's the receivement part of the trust of knowing that if we're seeking something you know so great so to speak that the path that's being led led in front of us is having that trust that these are the the mass would call challenges are lessons because it's about evolution ascension illumination and how can we have those things it's through the, it's it's through the discomfort and and that's the growing pains of things and when you again when you don't think it hope it or wish it and you would know it because of the constant experience that the body has had you know i had to borrow the belief of others remember i was broke i had nothing and i mean it's and i i invested in myself and i and i thought oh my gosh like i didn't surround myself with that, that those that would understand what it was that i was doing they would have all thought that i'd lost my mind you know and a part of me thought maybe i had but when you've hit rock bottom which is something I never want anybody to ever have to face, um, which is why I do what I do, you know, and it's that it's so the transformation, the true real change that you only see in movies or you might hear about in books, you know, even the stories that are being created by us, it's real, we're doing it. It's all those movies have been created for you. It, all the books that you've been reading have been created for you, for your awakening in, in discovering and in who you who you really are. And the world is waking up, right? And and by us speaking this truth, right, Garrett, it's it takes courage to do this because not everyone is is uh, is willing to do that. But that's I don't know if that's if I'm choosing the right words and sharing that. But by doing and standing in in our highest greatest self. You know, we, we lead others and, and I guess the better way to say that is almost like blazing the path. It's the unknown. We don't know. It's the dark night of the soul, as some people even say it, though, too. It's like I often looked at it like, you know, stepping out into space, you know, or being dropped in the middle of the ocean, you know, and it's that faith piece again. Um, but just knowing that everything is truly working out for me. Everything is no matter what challenges they are. They're not challenges. They are lessons. And it's. And without the right mindset, though, right, which is what we've been working on um, in in transformation, you would get you you will get pulled back into bondage and conformity again. So I loved what you shared. Oh, thanks. And, then, well, and, and just to, again, we're picking back. This is why I love. I just love the format of of, of how this podcast goes, is because I, we just feed off each other, and I think the energy just starts to build and build and build. But I was literally just having this conversation with my sister yesterday about um, about mindset, and and a lot of people feel like you know when they let's just say that the, just for an example, and, and 
whatever you believe religiously, it, that's it's neither here nor there. But you know, I tend to do a lot of Christianity aspects. But when people cross over into Christianity and they, you know, for I guess the term is you know they take Christ as their personal savior or whatever, and they expect that that right there is just boom and there's my transformation. Right, I'm done. Well, okay, to an extent. So if if we go into that aspect you've made a step but if you do not consciously start making efforts to move forward to progress forward if you don't keep doing that you will revert back to doing things in the ways that you were and again there's a, obviously there's a science behind that too right so people go strong and you can take this in any aspect you can say we can go at religious, we can go into, you know, New Year's resolutions if we're going to go to the gym. I like to use this one a lot when I talk about mindset because it's just the perfect example, right? People get pumped up in January. They're excited, like, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to go to the gym. And that that thought, right, that thought that they're, that they're wanting to do, they're forward thinking. They're thinking about where they're, the results they're going to get, not the results that they have. That's why they're going to the gym and they're pumped about it and they're excited about it. And so for the first week, yeah, they go to the gym and they're still pumped and they're still pumped and they're still pumped. So, you know, obviously we know what's going on is your thoughts are impressing into your subconscious mind and is generating that those those feelings and those emotions of excitement and they're keeping you going. And that's the same thing with Christianity, right? You're pumped. You're just, yes, I'm on this. I'm going to make some changes in my life and this and that. And then all of a sudden, you don't necessarily see the changes that you want right away, just like the gym. You know, you go to the gym for two weeks and people expect to be, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And this is not going to happen within two weeks. And then they go, well, crap. Now we're now they revert back to this this idea of they're focusing on their current results and those current results are not what they want. So then, you know, that's impressing on their subconscious mind. Their subconscious mind is generating these feelings of disappointment and discouragement and so all those feelings and all those things that come from your subconscious mind are what are putting you into action so when you're discouraged or you're disappointed or you're depressed or you're you have anxiety the action the actions that are produced aren't actions at all you tend to just withdraw and then go sit on the couch watch netflix and eat a you know a pint of ice cream and so that's the wrong kind of action. And it's the same thing with any aspect of it, whether it's religious, if it's business, it's, it's it, whatever it is, the second that we don't get the results that we're looking for, then we start to revert back. And so what you were saying was so important is that if we're not continuously working towards the mindset or consciously working towards the mindset, doing the, and someone in, you know, we're, we're videoing and live at the same time, but someone said like Mr. Miyagi, but there definitely is. And one thing about Dolly that I'm just going to set out right now, you'll understand that she she's, she talks in movies. <laughs> so everything is, and I actually have some questions for her that we're going to have at the end. They're going to be really fun. But um, it's just like Mr. Miyagi. If you're not constantly doing the wax on, wax off, paint the fence, you're going to lose that and go backwards. And sometimes you don't understand why you're painting the fence and why you're doing the wax on, wax off. It doesn't matter. You just do it. And eventually someone's going to throw a punch and you're going to be able to block it. Right. So it's, it's just the mindset thing. And I, this it's, it's why, you know, Dolly, you and I always talked about what my passion was. And I think since we've known, since we've known each other, my passion has probably changed about four times. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
well, not really. It kind of just went from this into progressing into something huge, which is this whole mindset aspect. Because like you said, now, once I understand, and it's like anything, once you kind of understand something and you begin to see the results, you just want to shout it out to the world. And like you were saying also, the, we don't want people to be, you know, in, in the bottom at rock bottom, but you know, rock bottom is a great place for a foundation. And that's where I want to help people. It's like, you know, I pulled myself out from that. Let me, let me show you how I did it. This is the work I've done. And we'll talk and you can, I'll let you explain what this means, but that's collapsing time, right? Cause I'm, I'm giving you my wisdom as a mindset coach or as a life coach or whatever. And these, this is the work. And like Bob Proctor, he's, you know, he's collapsed years of research and years of work into this, to this, you know, six month course or whatever <laughs> that you're like, crap, that took him decades to learn. And so now we're doing the same thing. We're taking those lessons. And for those of us who, you know, come on into our, our coaching sessions or whatever, we're collapsing time for them. And it just makes it, it's just a beautiful thing because we can see people come to, you know, from where we used to be to where we are in a matter of, of months instead of years or, or whatever it, it takes. I needed to take a quick minute and talk about my sponsor, Tabala Cuisine. Now, Tabala is actually in their off-season right now, but is taking this time to give back to the business community. Tabala's Food for Thought is a platform where owner Jasper Axelrad has partnered with two Native Sons to introduce the public to other small businesses in the area. There are some really great business owners out there who have amazing stories to tell. You can check out the Tubala Food for Thought on the Tubala Cuisine's Facebook page. We hope to see you there. So yeah, talk about the collect because you're really good at talking about collapsing time. I like the collapsing time. <laughs> you did a great job actually in sharing that. Um, I couldn't see the comment of what you shared about the wax on, wax off. And I recall when Les Brown um, talked about that as well. And I thought, oh my God, did he just take that from me? <laughs> uh, but really, right, we become who we surround ourselves with. And this is a universal language. We can we can speak this in any country. You know, we can speak to any religion because it's it's it all, is, it, again, it goes back to the word of a higher power of God, right, for, for, for you and I. Um, but to say, you know, in the, in the wax on, wax off concept, I'd love to share with others. You know, one of the things that I realized in this journey and on this journey was that I remember waking up every morning and I would have the most sickening anxiety. Like I just felt sick and I just didn't. And I, I don't know if some of your listeners can relate, you know, but it was just this like ick about the whole day. Like what is today going to really ultimately hold in massive anxiety. And I had even experienced panic attacks and it really does feel like you're dying. Like something is wrong, but you can't quite figure out what it all is. And I didn't understand what that was then. Of course, now that I understand, you know, the post-traumatic stress disorder, I had complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and that's another conversation for another time into how that all happened. But ultimately all those things needed to happen so that I could be where I am today so that I could experience these things, right? Knowing and understanding the different perceptions of others. And as we blaze through the path, through experience, as our body experiences these things, that's where the knowing happens, right? We, we can know all of this information on a conscious level. There's a lot of people that can preach this material, right? But as Bob Proctor would say, look at their results. It would show you they didn't understand it at all. 
And where, where the miss is at is going to be that you have to walk the walk as well, right? You've got, and, and there comes that, um, wax on wax off of repetition. So I remember the first exercise that I was given, and maybe you can gift this to your listeners, was serenity. And I don't know if you remember doing that. And it's like the first layer you remember. I still do it. Like it, it and yes, I will gift it to, to the listeners because it's, it's an important step. And and I had a really close friend of mine who, who was going through something and I said, you need this because it, you can't progress anything. One, first you have to calm the mind. If the mind's doing this, if there's a war zone going on there, there there's no progression. There's no focus. There's you can't. You have to calm the mind, and that the serenity exercise. I mean, I I won't get into it tonight, but you know where I was in my life that there was a lot of things just going on, and as I did the exercise, I just began to just calm, right, and relax. And the more I did it, the more I just began to just feel myself become, and it really, it's almost like the Zen, <laughs> and I can't think of a better way to put it, but I, I just hit the Zen state and then every, the clarity after that. So with the calmness, because, you know, after the storm comes, it, you can see everything. The clarity was just amazing of the research and the, and the studies and the books that I reading. Everything just became more more clear to me. So I'm sorry, I, I stole your thunder on serenity. Go with the serenity. Talk no, about. that was fabulous. Again, you landed that so well. In in doing that exercise, I remember, like you stated, it's it's through chaos comes order and heaven's first law is order. And like you shared, when the mind is in chaos. You can't hear the opportunities. You can't see the people are on the wrong level of frequency. You know, you're just, the mind is just going. And if I reference movies again, like you shared, this is how I share, this is how I like to do it. That's because my life is a movie, <laughs> but that is the matrix, right? The agents coming in and just, and in religion, it could be, you know, the devil distraction that, you know, drifting you and making you think this and causing all the worry and where does, you know, and it starts with fear, you know, and, and so the serenity piece was huge for me. Like you shared, I did it every day. I did exactly what uh, my mentor told me to do because he had stated, if you just do exactly what I ask you to do until you find out that I'm lying, you know, and that's, I thought, okay, fine. And everything was aligned with my heart. You know, it was all about love. It was all about light. And so I was like, how bad could this really be? But did I believe when I was doing it? No. I had to borrow the belief of others. And it was through the wax on, wax off, wax on, wax off, when no one else could see behind closed doors, studying over and over. And, and, and the thing of it is, is that, you know, the paradigm was there. Yet at the same time, though, too, I could feel those changes that I didn't know quite how to articulate in English language. But it was the feeling, you know, and it felt just so good. And I was like, how do I transfer this? How, how can I tell, you know, again, you know, um, and it worked for everyone because we're, we're all one, you know, and as Bob often says, you don't need to know everybody else. You know, you just need to know yourself. I think it's also important to, to share with the audience that, you know, my main mentor is Bob Proctor, but I have many, you know, um, and Jesus Christ would be one, right? Um, I, you know, and I'm sure everybody else can relate to Les Brown, Andrew Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, Greg Braden, Dr. Joe, you know, and I could go on and on and on and on. Um, but the reason why I say that though, too, is I want everyone to really know and understand that the destination is the same for us all, but how we get there is individually our own and that we don't even have to get there. We don't have to travel there alone either, if that makes sense. So the journey itself is individually ours, but we can do this collectively and together. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, again, as being, um, I say playful, but it's my reality. It's whatever I believe to be true. And that is in that, you know, this co-creation with everyone else. Um, and I might be really, some people often say, oh boy, Dolly's leaving the planet. So I'll get really, <laughs> I'll get really plugged in. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Poof, I'm kind of gone. Um, you know, but we're creating utopia. This is what I actually, you know, when I prayed to God three years ago, this was exactly what I was seeking. I, I was like, there must be an island full of really good people. Like, why am I surrounded by all these people? You know, and it just put me on this island. And what I came to realize is that that utopia is anywhere that we go based on our mindset, based on who we know ourselves to be and truly living who we're meant to be. And when we're living our authentic self, that utopia is everywhere. And the quietness, the quiet, it's not even, again, about the goal and or the money, right? Because that's all guaranteed. You can get there. Truly, just as Earl Nightingale said, you know, success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. It's who you're becoming along the way. And that's the part that I think often, too, a lot of people forget is to enjoy that part, those parts, both parts, right? The pendulum will swing both ways. The law of polarity states, right? There's an opposite of all. We must have the darkness in order to have the light because there's an up and there's a down. And some people would say, oh, that's all hocus pocus. No, not really. It's the universal laws. You know, the one that people often know is the law of gravity. We know that what comes up or what goes up must come down. And the example I often use is if a baby were to, you know, walk off of a, a you know, a skyscraper, the universe doesn't say, oh, no, the baby didn't know any better. Right. What goes up must come down. And that's how all the laws of the universe work. And so what is heaven's first law? Universal law is order. So that, again, circling all the way back to that serenity that you'll be gifting to your audience, which is it's such an incredible treasure and gift. Um, it really, if you do it for 30 days every day, what, you know, things will change for you. And that is the first layer of the reprogramming process. So I went yeah. off on it. <laughs> no, that was, again, that was good. And with the serenity piece, because they they have no idea what they're getting into once like once I gift it to them they're going to be like this is a gift oh, oh but they won't understand it at first right it's one of those things that again you may not understand what the wax on wax off process is and why you're doing it until it's time to understand it and um, so the um, you you mentioned a little bit though about it's not about the money and it's about i think a lot of, a lot of people get into the mindset piece you know because their goal and a lot of people's goals may be different and so we have weight loss goals or whatever goals but when we really start getting into mind into mindset you know when i first got into it mine was strictly was strictly financial because i was tired you know i lost jobs and i was this and i was like i'm never going to put myself into that position again and so I started doing the personal development to try to get myself to a point where I could make some money, right? That was just, that was my drive. But the more I started going through the process, you know, with serenity and with, you know, writing things out and, and people don't like, I talked to my son about this. It was, he, yeah, it was yesterday because yesterday was Sunday. Yeah. He came, he came home from his mom's and he was like, you know, I, I want to start doing some, some affirmations, some I am statements, because I don't feel like my confidence level is where I want it to be. And I was like, cool, that's awesome. So these are the things you have to do. And he's like, why do I have to do all that? And I was like, well, because, but you just saying I am 
doesn't necessarily retrain your brain to believe that you are right and there's there's numerous exercises that kind of work to get your brain and you people have to remember that you know we're talking about programs and you know i have i have a doctorate in computer science so i love talking about programs and how that looks like with with our human mind because our mind is a computer it's just massive computer and and our subconscious is the operating system. This drives our whole body. Like, you know, when you click a mouse or you type something on the keyboard, stuff happens on the screen, and you don't know how it happens, but it's all done through your operating system and through the programs that are installed on your computer. Well, our bodies are the same way. So it that operating system, it just knows to do whatever, you know, whatever action is taking place, it knows to produce the result, right? And so that's what our bodies are doing. So when something happens to us in, in our lives, it clicks into our operating system, our subconscious mind, and then the actions are just, subcon it's just, it's just programmed. We just do it naturally. And like half the time, we don't even know what we're doing, why we're doing it. So when we're, when we're saying, look, I want, I, my confidence is where I want to be. Well, okay, great. You have to reprogram what, made your, your confidence level that way to begin with. And so and you, if you think about where you were, I mean, he's only 15, so he's had a few years. What was it years ago that made your confidence so low? And then you were practicing that program for however many years that was. So think about that. Like that was a subconscious habitual action, reaction that you've been doing for so long. It doesn't just go away by saying, I am now confident, right? There's, this, again, I think I'm going to title this podcast Wax on Wax Off because you have to go through all of these things to, for that for the reprogramming to happen. And um, so back to my point, I started with just, I wanted money. But then as I was going through all the steps and all the, 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 um, the um, exercises that, that you had given me. So I guess I should clarify this. So Dolly is one of my mentors. So she's a very huge mentor. Mm -hmm. And, and where I am, you know, that brought me to where I am today. She had tons of exercises and things that, that I've gone through. But as I was going through that, I really started understanding what my purpose was and, and what I was passionate about. The money became less important. And what became more important was just developing me as an individual to be able to adequately portray the same information to others and like you said the money is going to is going to happen but there, i think it comes a point in time where when you're focused on the passion of the of what you're putting out there money just doesn't even matter anymore and really it, and i'm not going to say that i'm i'm nowhere close financially where i want to be but i really just don't care i think that's just the aspect my goal has become more to helping others to understand and to have this the serenity and this calmness and and this mindset that just again if you can just get to that point if you can just get your mind to that point and i'm sitting here with my eyes closed because I, <laughs> I i just feel it with everything in my body once you can get to that point nothing else really matters except for just continually to grow as an individual and holistically like in all aspects in your spiritual in your spiritual life and your in your health and, and sure, financially, and sure, everything has to go together. And it's just, it's just an amazing thing. 
Sorry. Yeah, no, again, so beautifully said. I, you know, I'm just listening to you and I can feel, you know, your authenticity, your transparency, your vulnerability, you know, and it transfers through that. It's all feeling. And, you know, what I want to say to that too is like you, I did get into it for money as well. I needed to be able to support my children. And, you know, the thing is, is that we know all of us consciously know right? That will, the things that we can have, but there is this other part of us, you know, for those uh, in your audience that study personal development, will know and understand that our conscious mind, you know, is working anywhere. It depends on which mentor you speak to, but anywhere between two to 5%. And then as we're talking about the subconscious mind, the part of us that has exclusive control over our habitual behaviors is the subconscious. And that's running anywhere between 95 to 98%. It's huge. So again, as you were saying, it's running on a program. You don't even know, you know, it's in, and we often use the example of driving a stick car. I don't know, you know, if they even make those anymore, but, um, you know, <laughs> you know, but uh, it, it, newer cars anyways, but um, I learned on a stick vehicle and I remember how frustrating it was in the beginning. It was clunky, you know, it was scary. I still remember my dad, I think he even bopped me upside the head because I stalled it in the middle of an intersection and started having a panic attack. So it was traumatizing. So I remember it, right? My body memorized it. But once you learn how to drive a stick car, it's all automatic. Your your everything is just it just it's all it, the subconscious mind is doing everything. You could be thinking about a hundred different things. You could be talking on the phone, and until something comes out in front of you, boom, there it is. Now you're conscious. If a deer jumps out, you slam on the brakes, and now you're constantly present. But what people don't really understand is that you're running on a program most of the day. How how often are you conscious? How often are you present? You know, most of the time you're just, you know, your 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 subconscious mind is taking control, and that also has control over other things of our, you know, our breathing, our heartbeat, all of those things. It's so incredible. So to think, well, wait a minute. So you're saying, right? Like this blew my mind because millionaires and billionaires. I'm not money driven, right? I'm mission driven, but I do study with those that have the results that I desire because I want to reverse engineer the mindset of a billionaire. Why? Because I want to be able to blaze it and then show others how to do it as well. Collapse time for others, you know, by by listening to those that have those results. Because really what I've discovered, especially with those that I've surrounded myself with, they want to grow together. This is why we universally speak and within our community, we rise together, right? And, you know, this feeling that you're sharing with others, it's it's more than money. It's what actually, there's so many people that have all this money and they realize, oh my God, my mindset is still the same as it was before. I'm miserable, right? And they would do anything to have that right my, that mindset. So as we're developing who it is that we know ourselves to be, as we see on the conscious level, the goal that we that we set, we must rise into our greatness to become that. And then you're in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And then when the money comes, right? As, as the Bible says, I hope you dig, you dug your ditches deep. You know, there's many people that get there and they go, oh, my God, how did it happen? Right. But that's the law of compensation. Think about all the great you just said the most beautiful things on this podcast and saying and sharing. And I do this just so that I can serve and help others. But you see, whether you like it or not, for what you put out, you will receive. Right. And that's the law of cause and effect. And in the Bible, it's as you sow, so shall you reap. And in karma, what goes around comes around. So it doesn't matter what language you're speaking in it. This is the language of truth. So, of course, because of the ripple effect and the, the impact you will make by just helping one person, you have no idea how far that goes. 
So when the pendulum swings for you, you have to be ready for the receivement. And I had an expectation, you know, when I first started too, I was like, oh my God, you know, when my children's father find out, like, I, you know, there was all this fear going on. I'm like, I haven't made any money and I feel great, but you know, where's the manifestation of everything that my mentor keeps saying that I'm going to have. But it was in, again, the treasure that you seek is on the other side of fear, right? And when you jump, you do develop the wings and you become stronger and stronger. And, you know, the, you start to receive evidence of things that are working. You know, people start coming to you. They start saying things to you, right, Garen? I mean, I know people are telling you, oh man, you got great energy or I just want to be around you, right? It's, it's true. Well, I mean, even my, uh, my kids will come in and they're, and they're uh, like, wow, it's so, again, it's just so calm. And, and friends, and it, it really is when, when people hear me talk and when you can get me on this subject, <laughs> when you get me on mindset um, and people start, they're just, they, I've actually been asked if my doctor was in psychology or if it was in something more towards that. And when I tell them it was in computer science, they go, but you're so like, this everything you say just makes so much sense and you and yes and you're so much energy and so much passion and, and what you do is like well i mean this learned i'm not going to say i didn't study this but it's not this is not something that they teach you mm-hmm. in, in school so no i don't i don't have a doctorate in this but um interestingly enough my doctor in computer science was in human behavior so there you go um but yes and that i think really just has changed anybody in any i always tell friends who haven't seen me because of because of covid you know we haven't really been out with each other a lot but i said you know if you hang out when you hang out with me again like in person you will know without a shadow of a doubt that i am i'm completely different from where i was in 2019 completely different and um it's, it's a good thing it's a beautiful thing i love not just who I am right now, but who I'm, you know, who I'm becoming is it every day. It's, it's quantum leaps from who I was, you know, who I am today is not even the person who I was yesterday because of, because of everything that we do. And, and I want to touch on this too, because you said this, and it's really important that as you start going through these, the mindset things and you're building your mindset and you're changing and you're walking into the person who you're, uh, your higher self or who you're supposed to be, the group of people that you hang out with are completely different. And um, a lot of us like to say, we always wanna be the lowest person on the totem pole because you tend to rise, you know, but that it's just the energy just lifts you up. So when you can get around those millionaires and billionaires or all those people who have the right mindset and are, you just tend to like, and I, I just call it just this sort of diffusion or osmosis, whatever you want to talk about it. It just, you just kind of like become that person. So the the people you hang out with are just so elevated and you can't, you just, you have no choice but to rise to them. Sure. So, no, and going, back, going back to the negative aspect. And then I, I want to say this too, because again, it's important because it's like a, our body produces things, our natural and just drug. It's just a natural drug. So like you're getting all those emotions and those feelings and all that stuff. It's 
there's a science behind it. Then you go back to being around someone who's negative and you're very uncomfortable. Like, you're like, whoa, I just, I don't even like this. And I told my son, when people say we're not vibing, that's what they're talking about because your vibrations as a person are completely different in the positive aspect than in the negative. Oops. Again, that was, <laughs> I, I feel your enthusiasm, right? Like you're, you're transferring that to others and to your listeners in, in, in speaking that truth. And, you know, one of the things too, as you shared, you know, as you start to ascend, as you start to grow into your higher, greatest, you know, that highest, greatest self. And for some reason, I can't choose a different word, but organically who you surround yourself with does change. And it is organically done though. And what we can, you know, we can't change other people. And I learned that the hard way. Well, the only person we can change is ourselves. And as we start to rise, we inspire others to want to be there as well. And that took a conscious awareness for me. I always thought that rich people were all, well, you know, crooks or, you know, they, they were doing something. I remember when I first met my first billionaire, um, he was, he actually is here in Boulder, Colorado. He owns the Gaia uh, Center. And he became a billionaire within 11 years. And I told my dad that, and he goes, he must be the devil. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he just couldn't wrap his head around how somebody went from nothing to be able to, to, to earn the billions. But what I came to understand in, in studying um, was that they will say, right, the billionaire, what is the most valuable thing that we all have? It's time. And they say, show me your five friends and I'll tell you your future. I don't need to know anything else about you, right? Because who we surround ourselves with is who we become. And so often, so many of us are afraid to shine. So many of us are afraid to be our highest, greatest self. We dim our lights for others because we're so afraid of what others might think of us. So we don't live out our truest self and, and who we want to be. Remember, if I want to be free, I have to be me. And most of us are not being the true essence of who we want to be. And our spirit is seeking fuller expression and expansion. It wants to grow. It wants to continue. But then this, the, the mindset part, the subconscious mind is what keeps us stuck. Hence the reason the wax off, wax on um, is so incredibly important in, in reprogramming. And it's absolutely possible. You know, again, my story is verifiable being that I'm here in Colorado Springs. And so a lot of people here within the community have watched me grow into who I, who I am today. And it didn't happen overnight. I didn't get rich overnight either. You know, it was a process. It was, you know, this, this just, again, trusting, leaning in, letting go. And my gosh, it was like God's hands were in there and everything was just moving just so perfectly for me. And I'm like, okay, every time I'd get scared, I'd lean in a little bit more because right? that was an illusion. And boom, something else would happen. And the next thing I knew it, you know, like I said, it's like, whoa, how'd this happen? <laughs> and you're like, Okay, for real, I'm getting it out there and I got to get out of my own way to do it. I want to share with people that, you know, what we what keeps us stuck is what what is a paradigm. And for your audience members that don't know what that is, that is in that the paradigms have exclusive control over your habitual behavior. So again, everything that you do is by habit, but that can be shifted, that can be changed right through that repetition. And what our lead our mentors do is they give us the roadmap because their success truly does leave clues. You know, and I often say to people, you know, we can't all be, they can't all be liars. You know, whether we believe, whether we disagree or agree with their politics or whatever, see beyond judgment, 
because what you see in others exists in you, you know, but Oprah, Will Smith, Steve Harvey, uh, Jim Carrey, again, you know, that don't, don't be judging anyone. They've all been trying to say something and share something with us. And again, even Jesus, you said it earlier, which is incredibly powerful, right? Jesus said, you can do what I do and even more. And it's true, right? It's in going in and remembering. And, you know, the thing is, is that I've worked with nine income earners and the, and, and I don't say that to impress anyone, but what I realized was that they remove their hat in, 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 in becoming a student when they need to, because they know and understand that personal development just, you know, and really discovering the Superman wonder woman within you is pot, you know, you can go deeper and deeper because evolution and growth is infinite. Doesn't end here. We keep growing. And, and I love saying this, even though we think it might get, you know, it, it's like, oh my gosh, it couldn't get better than this. Our mentor, Bob Proctor, has been studying this material almost 60 years. He is truly the leader in human potential and success. And when he says, keep coming, it only gets better. And then when he shares, I'm a student and I've barely scratched the surface, that's exciting, right? Because we just started. You right. know? Right. And can you imagine where we're going to go and where your audience will go and grow with us as well? It's awesome. Yeah. And I, I say this a lot of time. We, 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 we have no clue it, even our mentors or those in the past who've gone before us have no clue what our potential is, you know, and I think that is just, is mind-boggling sometimes and and it, i think what's even more like we talk about this and it seems like you you were saying it you know three years but when i actually hit where i am right you know in the in the studies and the personal development where i am right now things happened in such a progression that it was it was i i my physical body can't even keep up with it because it, it things are going and then when you when you put yourself in line with that um it, it it'll just blow your mind like literally i mean if you think about i mean dolly i was thinking about this the other day we've known each other for probably four months that's it that's it <laughs> four months. and the <laughs> That's what I said. You can attest to this. Like you said, you know, people can attest to your story because you're from here, from Colorado Springs. But, you know, if anybody can attest to this, it's you and, and probably Scott and, and and Q and, you know, people who are really around me and, and seeing that progression, how quickly I've gone from this, this person who had anxiety to talk on the phone, right? I, I, I couldn't do it. I hated talking on the phone. It gave me severe anxiety to just being this person on a podcast in front of a, in front of a camera, getting up and talking in front of people. And there's just, it's just, it's just phenomenal. The growth that people can have when they just really focus and step into the right mindset and go in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So we're getting really close to the hour and I know you, you have a hard stop. So, but I wanted to do something fun with you. Okay. Because you, you, um, because you think in movies. So I was gifted this, this, uh, these cards called pod decks, and they're basically interview questions. And um, so really, what I, I try to do is shuffle them and pull out. I just randomly pick some some cards, but these were so crazy. Okay. The first one I picked 
to ask you as a random question was who would play you in a movie? <gasps> like who would I want to play me in a movie? Yeah. Wow. What a great question. Holy smokes, Garrett. I feel like I need to like find the answer so quickly. Of course. <laughs> okay. Let me think of the most beautiful best actress ever. <laughs> um, and then, oh gosh. And then, yeah. Wow. That's, that's a great question. I would say, um, you know, the one that comes to mind, I don't really know a lot about her, but, uh, um, I would say the whoever plays Wonder Woman, <laughs> she would be. Yeah, I can't think oh, of it. In, the, in the new movie. I don't. I I, I don't know the names. Yeah, I've I don't know. It, but I think she's gorgeous, and I love. I love the concept. You know, again, thinking in movies and knowing that we really are the superheroes. You know, we are. If you look at the stories of all of the superheroes, all the Marvel characters, X Men characters, they all lived the life of you know, it, it's the hero's journey, you know, they all had that. And it, and then it was discovering who they were. And that really is who we all are. I say to everyone, I am Morpheus and I'm seeking Neo, you know, and that, I, I mean that I say that quite boldly because I know that, you know, that the impact that you're going to make is going to, is going to change the world. And that's exactly what that movie was, you know? And so thank you for asking me that. I never even thought about it, but she's who comes to mind. Cause I often play, I use her gif a lot, G I F, you know, like, and um, so yeah, that, what about you? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm supposed to answer this too. And I, I, and since I knew the question, I, I've had plenty of time to think about this. Okay. <laughs> And I, I really don't know, but I have been told that that, um, and maybe more in my younger years, that um, I look like two people. I've been compared to two actors, and one is Kevin Spacey, and then and then the other is I can't remember his name, but he actually played Batman in the Superman Batman Batman one. Um, what's his name? Mm -mm -mm. Doesn't matter. He played Batman in the in the last movie. Oh wait, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yes. My yeah. sister, my sister thinks that sometimes I look just like Ben Affleck, but I have nothing against Ben Affleck. But I, would, I think Kevin's. I love Kevin Spacey. Like the, the people who compare me to him, like no way, because he's just a, he's an awesome actor. So I would have Kevin Spacey do it. <laughs> he can be, we can make him a superhero, right? Yeah, of course we can do whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So next question. What are you most excited about right now? Wow. What am I most excited about right now? That's a great question. You know, um, I've recently been uh, working on what do you want? There's this game that we play and it was actually uh, taught by Forbes. It's, it's another, I don't, I don't mentor under her, but I know others that have, and it's this game of what do you want? And you ask this question to yourself like for five minutes straight and you have to answer something different every time, right? So I'd say, what do you want, Garrett? And you'd say it and over and over and over. What I'm excited about is all the manifestation of those things, everything that I say that I want. And really it's the enthusiasm comes from exactly just that when other people's dreams become a reality because it's not fun doing this alone. You know, you reach a certain level and you're like, 
we got to do this together. You know, it's that what Oprah talks about, the overflowing of abundance, overflowing of love, overflowing of joy. And so what I'm really, truly excited about is, again, manifesting all the things that I desire and, and watching others achieve their goals and dreams. That's my favorite part. When people call me and they go, you're never going to believe this. <laughs> I'm like, try me. <laughs> and then inside, I'm like, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. You know, I become this child. So that's, I wish I could give you just one specific answer to that, but I know that everything that I affirm will become a reality. I know that it will. So I'm excited to see that for not just me, but for every, for everyone else. Right. So for me, um, I, I mean, I'm excited about just a lot of things that are happening and um, with the, with the, and I don't know that, that the listeners really know a lot about how the, the moving upstream without a paddle came about, but it really did just start with this idea of me trying to get it right down something of all the stuff that I was learning. Right. And so I, and so I wrote this little ebook and that ebook went from that to, um, to just the full blown mindset program, you know, the propulsion, and from the propulsion, then we had the podcast. And then from the podcast, now we're just doing the podcast live. But the thing that has excited me the most is that through this whole journey, um, somebody said something to me that sparked this idea for a book that I just, I'm, I'm completely focused on right now. And I'm, the title of it is called Lifting the Anchor. And really, if you just talk about, if you just go back even in just this episode right here we've talked so much about our lives and where we came from in you know this rock bottom place to just soaring so high and you know from a stagnant area a place of no forward movement to a place of really if you're going to go any movement at all you're going backwards in life to just lifting that anchor and starting to sail so um, I'm just in the process of trying to figure it, and that's what really has me. I like I love the propulsion thing and and the mindset, being the mindset coach and all that because it's great. But just being able to share more of the of the story that um, and hopefully that will just speak to people. I think that so that's my that's my excited thing. Oh, that's awesome! And just so that everyone knows, I don't know any authors, and we know a lot of authors, don't we? Yeah. That, never, that they all are best-selling best -selling authors because you're speaking your truth and it's through stories. That's also the collapse of time for others. You know, they navigate through the, through your journey and it's, it's brilliant. It's beautiful. And you, and you went so fast. I, did. Right? I knew you were going to. <laughs> and that's that. So that itself is just a crazy story. It's just, from book to program to whatever it was just a matter of months. It really was. But I mean, and that's like I was just saying earlier, once you once you step into who you're supposed to be with the passion and the purpose and the right mindset and the wax on, wax off works, you know what? Literally, it does not take any amount of time it happens quickly and and you feel like while you're doing all that stuff is taking forever but then like i said like we've known each, this work has only been four months right and that is crazy so <laughs> the things i you know i hadn't talked to my daughter in in a while because of covid and she, we, you know she just we're here and she's she's 
in in the city, but we just haven't really connected. So she brought my my grandson over to spend the night the other night, and she's like, "So what have you been up to?" And like, "Well, I did this, 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 this." Just in six months, like, well, yeah, and more like three, but yeah, pretty much. And so it was. It was just that really just kind of set back going. It's just amazing how fast things can happen. Mm -hmm. All right, I have one more question, and then we will close this out. This is a good one though because I think I, I'm a I'm a big reader. Uh, and I didn't used to be a big reader, but through personal development, you really just kind of have no choice. You just have to start reading stuff. So um, what book belongs on everyone's bookshelf? Oof. Well, I would say The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. You definitely have to do some inner work first before you can do that book, right? Okay. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> yeah. That's a that was a really powerful one for me, and uh, that's the book that I would say. What about you? So there's so many because I you know you 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 pick things out of all these different books, but I think the one that has, if I had to choose, I was tossing them for three. So if I had to pick one, the one is probably Psycho-Cybernetics, um, just because of the awareness it made in, in my life of where my self image was. And I've talked about that on, on this podcast before. So if anybody's listened to the past ones, they know that that's what cyber, uh, psycho cyber next is all about is your self image and how, you know, that self image can either, you know, if, if you have a great one, you can just soar, but if you don't have a very high self image, you're not going to go very far in life because it really is. It's, it sets the boundaries of what what you can achieve so and so i would think to me that would it's, it's just an important one and it's so crazy interesting and i love things so love like dr joe dispenza and and that this book where you where they start breaking down the science right the because it's in i'm not one that i don't care about mixing religion and science because i you know, i think there's nothing wrong with with saying we have what's going on so let's you know Bible says this, and actually this is proving everything what the Bible says. So those, I just love and listening about the science of it, and that's what Psycho-Cybernetics really breaks that down, which is was just crazy interesting to me. So No, and I think that's wonderful that you're sharing that with your listeners, just because that's the, the very thing that we, we have to always go back to, because we cannot outperform the self-image that we have of ourselves. You can't outperform it. So we're always creating a new, um, a new self-image. And people say, oh, fake it till you make it. No, 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 not fake it till you make it, right? Act as if, and, right? Because that's the truth. That's who you, the, who you pretend to be isn't really you. You know, those belief systems um, that, that have been installed are not yours, you know? And so I think that's incredible. That is a fabulous book. And, you know, if you, it's hard to name just one, but that was the one that came to my mind. I've like you, I never read book prior. Never. I'd never read a book. Um, I cheated my way through if I had to read a book, you know, it just wasn't part of my programming yet. Like you, I've got shells and shells of books. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Beautiful. I could, I could refer like 20 of them, but that's a great one too. Yeah. It, it is hard to break down just one. Like I have, I can't really see because of where my camera is. I have a stack of them here. 
half of them you gave me. So thank you, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's been a, a really good reading adventure for me. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Well, Dolly, thank you so much. This was, again, I, this was a good one. I love, I don't know, you and I, uh, we just feed off of each other, and I think it's great. This is why when we do have our one-on-ones, they last for like three hours. <laughs> because we could just talk forever. We get so excited and so pumped up. Um, but I do, I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart from, for coming on this episode. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to leave the listeners with? Some some little little nuggets that you might want to just toss out there. Oh, wow. Well, first and foremost, again, thank you so much for inviting me on here. Uh, if you would have told me this was something that I would have done again years ago and working with such an incredible spirit such as yourself, again, I wouldn't have I just it. I just my brain, you know, it just didn't it didn't fire and, and wire that way. Uh, I would. As far as nuggets, you know, I. I think that what you're doing is so incredibly important. You know, I really want everyone to know and understand the wisdom that you have and this energy that you carry and that, you know, your genuinity, your transparency, again, your vulnerability and sharing and being open about who you really truly are, which again is also helping collapse time for others. I think, you know, not think, I know uh, that people need to continue to listen, you know, and to also step out and speak their truth as well and to share their experience. I want to encourage everyone to do that, especially, like I said, now with, with what's happening around us. You know, it's quite obvious. Like I said, there's a lot of fear. People are so scared. That anxiety that we talked about, there's so many people drinking. There's so many people trying to cover um, and living in, in, in a reality, you know, that they don't want to be in. And so I want to encourage you know others to really dive into themselves and discover who they really are and know that you really can co-create with God. You really can paint, you know, and I say heaven on earth. You it does it's not somewhere you have to wait to transition into, you know, you can create it here. And so I want to encourage everyone to continue to listen to you and you know and your courses which you created in warp speed but you know, this is a starship. It's a billionaire mindset because we're truly here to make a change. This is what this is all about. And I know that you jumped on knowing that and pff, you guys are all Jedis, you know, and <laughs> there's only 3% of us and how that's measured. I'm not really quite sure, but we're, we're, we're the, we're the light, you know, the love and light. And that really is who you are. And I know that people can feel that. So I think that's, that's all I have, but thank yeah. you so much. This was so much fun. I did have a terror barrier around it but you made that so incredibly comfortable and fun no oh, i told you once we once you get started i think just the spirit and the energy just takes over and all that the fear just kind of goes away and um with that so i'm going to put and i'll need you to give me the link or whatever to to the your blue set your sorry your blue, blue limits academy wow lost <laughs> that one um so I'll, I'll put that in in the comments and, or in the in the description and everything, so people know how to get in touch with you, um, if, if if need be. And again, I'm just going to thank you again one, one last time. And you can agree with me. I always close out this way, and I think it's just it's just so important that whenever you're finding yourself going against the flow, keep going because that is where the greatness is going to happen. So thank you again, Dolly. Thank you, Garrett. Good night. Good night.
Thanks for listening. If you found value in this episode, the best thing you could do is to please subscribe, rate, or review this podcast. If you'd like to further investigate how you can flip your mindset, feel free to contact me through my website at www.garrettgoggin.com. Can't wait to catch you on the next episode.